Welcome to Zion ID. Uh, I'm Jason. Today's episode is titled The Record of Enoch. We will be quoting a lot from Hugh Nibley today in his book titled Enoch the Prophet. On page 91, he writes, Certain visions once given to Moses were also revealed to Joseph Smith the prophet in June of 1830. In December of the same year, the writings of Moses were also revealed, comprising what are now chapters 2 to 8 of the book of Moses. This purports to be the translation of a real book, originally written by Moses. And now, Moses, my son, I will speak unto thee concerning this earth upon which thou standest, and thou shalt write the things which I shall speak. And in a day when the children of men shall esteem my words as naught, and take many of them from the book which thou shalt write, behold, I will raise up another like unto thee, and they shall be had again among the children of men, among as many as shall believe. That's Moses chapter 1, verses 40 through 41. In his writings, Moses renewed the revelations and carried on uh, the books of earlier prophets, according to our text which also includes what the prophet Joseph entitled Extracts from the Prophecy of Enoch. Of this, B.H. Roberts explains, It will be understood that the prophecy of Enoch itself is found in the writings of Moses, and that in the text above we have but a few extracts of the most prominent parts of Enoch's prophecy. What was given to the church in 1830 was then not the whole book of Enoch, but only a few extracts, a mere epitome, um, but one composed, as we shall see, with marvelous skill. Five years later, the saints were still looking forward to a fuller text. These things were all written in the book of Enoch and are to be testified of in due time as it says in Doctrine and Covenants, section 107, uh, verses 57. The Enoch sections of the Book of Moses were published in England in 1851 under the heading, Extracts from the Prophecy of Enoch, containing also a revelation of the gospel unto our father Adam after he was driven out from the Garden of Eden. Okay, let's skip ahead to page 135. We must understand that the Spirit of God tells men both what and when to write. You cannot write that which is sacred, save it be given you from me. That's DNC section 9 verse 9 and section 76 verses 115. What records to translate? Touch them not in order that you may translate, for that thing is forbidden you. And the imperative behind the operation, wherefore the Lord hath commanded me to make these plates for a wise purpose in him, which purpose I know not. 1 Nephi 9.5 Continuing, I do this for a wise purpose, for thus it whispereth me, according to the workings of the Spirit of the Lord which is in me. Words of Mormon, chapter 7. They are to serve for the instruction of my people, and also for other wise purposes, which purposes are known unto the Lord. 1 Nephi 19.3 The writings are placed completely outside of men's economy, and no one shall have them to get gain. And whoso shall bring it to light, him will the Lord bless. For none can have power to bring it to light, save it be given him of God. Mormon chapter 8, verses 14 and 15. 
As to the implements and instructions, whosoever has these things is called seer, and his power is a gift from God. And no man can look in them except he be commanded, lest he should look for that which he ought not, and he should perish. That's from Mosiah chapter 8 and Mosiah chapter 28. Okay, let's see where we want to go from here. Um, the cool thing about these records, and I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but the records of Scripture have enlarged the memory of this people and preserved them from incorrect tradition, thus keeping civilization on track. That's from Alma 37, verses 8 and 9. Everywhere throughout um, all the holy records, Enoch is credited with being the scribe and transmitter par excellence, the righteous scribe, the teacher of heaven and earth, and the scribe of righteousness. In Joseph Smith's translation of Moses, Enoch brings forth the books, including Adam's, as a testimony and a witness to his generation. That's in Moses chapter 6, verses 46. Even so, according to the apocryphal Jubilees, Enoch was the first to write a testimony, and he testified among the generations of the earth. He understood everything and wrote his testimony. And the testament of Abraham reports that God gave Enoch the task to write down all the good and bad deeds that a man's soul would commit. In the secretarial line, preeminence goes to Enoch, to whom the angels showed everything which is on earth and in the heavens, and he wrote everything. The man of intelligence, the great writer, whom the Lord took to be a seer of the life above. Okay, continuing on, we will skip ahead to page 145. Recording sacred matters has been a prophetic function since Adam labored diligently to provide holy books for his descendants. Enoch carried on that tradition, busily arranging and editing the documents, as his grandson Methuselah reports. After Enoch gave me the teaching of all the secrets in the book and in the parables which had been given to him, he put them together for me in the words of the book of parables. That's from 1 Enoch 68.1, apocryphal. Here we must bear in mind that all the long-lived patriarchs from Adam to Enoch were contemporaries and knew each other. The situation is vividly brought home in DNC 107, verses 53 to 57. It says, Three years previous to the death of Adam, he called Seth, Enos, Canaan, Mahalalel, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, with the residue of his posterity who were righteous, into the valley of Adam on Diamond, and there predicted whatsoever should befall his posterity unto the latest generation. And these things were all written in the book of Enoch. Um, okay, then he goes on to talk a little bit about Abraham, some very cool stuff. Uh, where Abraham actually testifies of these writings, but I will skip over those. Um, the ever-attentive reader may have noticed how no matter who the bookkeeper is, Enoch is somehow lurking in the background. 
After all is said, he is the supreme scribe, and nowhere is that marvelous economy of bookkeeping better described in the Slavonic Enoch, another apocryphal book. Take thou the books which thou hast written thyself, and go down to earth, and tell thy sons all that I have told thee, and give them the books of thy handwriting, and they will read them, and will know me the creator of all. And let them distribute the books of thy handwriting, children to children, generation to generation, nation to nations. Thy handwriting and the handwriting of thy fathers, Adam and Seth, shall not be destroyed till the end of time, as I have commanded my angels, that it be preserved, and that the handwriting of my fathers perish not. The attentive reader will also have noted the frequent reference to the last days, whenever the writings of Enoch were mentioned. This is an important key. A. L. Davies makes the generalization that a feature common to the apocalyptic literature is the reserving of the visions and the books of Enoch for the last days, for the elect to read and understand, instantly bringing to mind the Lord's promises to Enoch in Moses chapter 7, verses 60 and 62. As I live... Even so will I come in the last days, in the days of wickedness and vengeance. Truth will I send forth out of the earth to bear testimony, to sweep the earth as with a flood to gather out mine elect, and so on. It is Enoch who presides when all things are gathered in one. The book that is to be revealed to them of the last days is that very same perfect book that existed from Sorry, I was interrupted there. I don't know exactly where we finished. I'll pick up here. It is Enoch who presides when all things are gathered in one. The book that is to be revealed to them of the last days is that very same perfect book that existed from the first in the mind of God. I may write all that has happened in the world, says Ezra, that they who would live at the last days may live. So that's the purpose of these writings. And you know, as we have discussed in prior episodes... There is a lot of information given to the saints who desire to survive the desolation and the tribulation of the last days, but certainly more information is needed. And so what we're hearing here from Hugh Nibley is that the record of Enoch is going to be an essential record to instruct the saints who desire to survive and even thrive in righteousness uh, in the last days. This book declares the newly discovered gospel of truth is to be revealed to the eons in the end time. It is secret, known only to the initiated. It is a perfect book which existed first in the mind of God by which it is conveyed to men. Um, now, Hugh Nibley is going to quote from the Chester Beatty Enoch Papyrus. Prepare ye righteous and present records of your doings as a remembrance. Give them as a testimony before the angels. The chosen prophet who raises up a generation of righteousness is also chosen to reveal to them the books of Enoch's handwriting and of thy fathers, and to be the leader of God's word in that dispensation, to the faithful, and they shall tell another generation, and so on. In short, Enoch is writing for the church, 
and the idea of the church is nowhere more clearly stated than in the Enoch literature. Um, Enoch places restrictions on his works with the command, My sons, hand these books to all who want them, and instruct them that they may see the Lord's works. He is giving the same orders as the Lord gives the disciples in the Apocryphon of John. I tell you this, that you may write it down, and give it secretly to those who are of one heart and one mind with you. It is reserved for the breed who do not vacillate. So Enoch again, distribute the books amongst the nations who shall have the sense to fear God. Let them receive them, and may they come to love them, read them, and apply themselves to them. This tradition of secrecy begins with Enoch. When Enoch found the book of Adam and read it, he knew that the human race would not be able to receive it. So he hid it again, and it remained hidden until Noah. But the practice began with Adam, who received a golden book from Michael and hid it in the crevice of a rock. When Enoch and the others saw everything and wrote everything down, such as pertains to this world, they were all writing the same book, and they knew it. In Revelation chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, there is such a book, a revelation from the Spirit of the Father into the heart of man. The idea of double sets of books, one on earth and one in heaven, is also widespread and very ancient. Of Enoch's writings, we are told, some of them are written and inscribed above in the heaven in order that, in order that the angels may read them. While Enoch's own writings are transcripts from a book kept in heaven and made known in sundry portions to the fathers, all of whom, but most notably Enoch, report having gotten their information by reading it in the heavenly tablets. That was in Jubilees chapter 4, verse 1. Thus, by the books above and below, brought together like the sticks of Joseph and Ephraim in perfect agreement, as perfectly agreeing witnesses, the world will be judged. Enoch's writings are above all else a warning to the wicked, particularly in the last days, in the day of wickedness and vengeance to the end, that they who live at the last days may live. His book is for those who keep the law in the last days and equally for those who break it. In those days, Enoch received books of zeal and wrath and books of disquiet and expulsion. Enoch's book is both a threat and a comfort, an exhortation not to be troubled on account of the times, but to be vigilant and never overconfident. When the sacred writings come forth, they are greeted by the righteous with glad surprise and eager enjoyment. Then books will be given to the righteous and the wise to become a cause of joy and uprightness and much wisdom, and they shall believe in them and rejoice over them. 1 Enoch 104, verses 10 through 13. They will be shown to faithful men and shall be glorified thereafter more than the first. They who have the wisdom to receive them will be nourished by them and become attached to them. And we'll end today's episode there.